Welcome to checking out the competition, Pittsburgh Penguins Indoors Edition. <laughs> I am joined by, I was just going to call you Hooks Orpic, which seems rude. <laughs> yeah, you call me whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, jo I'm joined by Jim from uh, Pennsburg, which as I'm sure you know, is the Penns blog on the SP Nation Network. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right. Let's, sorry, my cat is a thing that happens on these podcasts all the time. Um, we'll get right into the questions. So Matt Murray was hurt again. And um, I think I read that he is skating with the team and is starting to feel a bit better. Do you think that we should expect to see him? Yeah, I think he will play tomorrow night. He served as the backup on Saturday against Tampa. So okay. it was kind of weird he didn't play that game. But I definitely think that he will be playing against Philly. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about that. If I feel good about that or bad about that remains to be seen, I think. <laughs> yeah. This, his whole season has been a really big question mark. So you never know. He has, when he's come back from injury though, in the past, that's kind of when he's had his best play. So, hmm. uh, I mean, it's, it's just a hope, but I think that from the Pittsburgh point of view, they're definitely hoping that he gets back in form and he does have a pretty good track record when he first comes back of playing well, right off the get go. So I guess what? we'll see if that's the case again this time. Yeah, that should be interesting because um, they're actually they decided to start Carter Hart uh, tomorrow against you guys, and then are back up um, against Minnesota on Tuesday. So it'll might be a little goalie battle there, which could be fun. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Yeah, because Carter Hart. I don't know if you know this, but Carter Hart's amazing. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what they say. That's what they hear. I've seen him play a bit. He does look very good, so I'm excited to see him too. And see what all the hype is about when he faces some of the penguin shooters. So the great Bill Matz, who was on our podcast, he always says players that get hurt all the time, get hurt all the time. Do you worry that Matt Murray is going to have injury problems for his whole career? Yeah, I probably do. Cause it does seem like he gets hurt every 30 seconds. And <laughs> that's, that's pretty tough. And it seems like random stuff. It's not mm -hmm. like it's, it's, you know, one certain thing that always happens and it seems like bad luck, but you know, he just happens to have such much more bad luck than every other goalie, it seems like. So that's definitely a concern. I don't think he's a guy that's ever going to be like 60 games, 65 games in a season. Like, But then again, I mean, that's work, too, because when he's played, you know, he's fresh and he, you know, sometimes plays well. So I think they're always going to need a really strong backup for yeah. these times. But, you know, that's just kind of the way it looks like at this point. So another guy that's hurt like a minor player for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just that little guy. <laughs> you know, like your second line guy. Not very important. Um, <laughs> yeah, Evgeny Malkin's hurt, and that seems to be contributing a bit to the struggles that the Pens are having at the moment. Um, is there anybody in his absence to kind of try to fill that void a little bit? No, not not really, and that's kind of the problem, as you touched on. They were using Matt Cullen for a couple games as second-line center, and he's 42 years old, the oldest player in the league, so that's just not going to work out. And um, I guess the player they picked up from a trade in Florida, Jared McCann, now has two goals in the last two games. He's starting to play pretty well, so if it's anyone, it's probably him. He's playing in a third-line role now instead of he probably pencils into the fourth line when – everyone's healthy if everyone's healthy. So I guess I would say McCann, but it's not really like anyone stepped up to fill Evgeny Malkin's shoes at all. Mm. I mean, I obviously they're tough shoes to fill, but 
if you don't get somebody stepping up a little bit when the big guys get injured, it never really goes well. So I guess that, you know, seems to be showing. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely showing because really I think there's probably, you could probably make the argument there's three players playing well right now for the Pens, and it's, you know, the ones you would expect, Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, and Brian Rust. Yeah. And other than that, it's just, you know, a, a bunch of guys killing time and hopefully not, you know, having something bad happen while they're out there. So speaking of, of bad things happening, I'm going to – this wasn't a question that I sent you earlier, so I'm going to spring this on you. Um, how in the world – are you guys going to solve this Jack Johnson problem? That's, that's another question. Uh, you know, I don't know if there is a solution to it right now. It's um, it's pretty much been the worst case scenario that everyone kind of predicted, unfortunately, because he's just a mess in his own end. Yeah. He gives up shots and goals like nobody's business. And I don't, they've tried everything. They've tried him with pretty much every defenseman on the team. They tried sheltering him. They've tried third line minutes, you know, but it, doesn't really change that when he's on the ice, they're getting pinned in a lot and bad things are happening. That was such a weird signing because one of the things as a Flyers fan that always infuriates me about the Penguins is Rutherford always seems to pull out a good trade, a good deal out of nowhere. You guys always seem to get the players that you need to fill in gaps in the roster. But that one was a mystery to me because Everybody knows that Jack Johnson is bad. Like it wasn't a secret, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that, it was. It was really incredible that whole thing. It's hard to believe it went down because he was a healthy scratch last year in the playoffs for Columbus, and it. I mean, it was no secret that he wasn't playing well, and somehow the Penguins. I think they just wanted to add a defensive defenseman so bad. They kind of just, you know, they wanted to see him as a solution to a problem. So. I think they kind of fell in love with something that wasn't there and were expecting something that just wasn't happening. And that's the frustrating part is because everyone knew that it wasn't going to work and seemingly yeah. the only ones that didn't were the people making the decision. So, yep, there's four more years of that unless they can trade or buy, buy them out. So we'll see how it goes. I have a theory that NHL GMs are so in love with the idea of Jack Johnson, like a big American defenseman, defensive yeah. defenseman that's good. Like they're so in love with that idea of a player that they don't stop to notice that the actual guy sucks at hockey. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've kind of had that too, because, you know, he was the second overall pick in the draft. So mm -hmm. just forever, his reputation is, Oh, he, he must be good. You know, he's a high pick. He's a big guy. He can skate, you know, but then like the pieces just don't come together. And now he's, you know, get him past 30. So he's not what he once was even, yeah. which, which hurts even more. Do you think the team is missing Alexiak? Um, no, not really. Cause he was a healthy scratch anyways, pretty much. Mm -hmm. They gave him a big contract last year and we're kind of hoping he would grow into a little more and his play really regressed into November, December. So he, he was on the outs. I don't think that he would have really factored in, especially now that they're about to get uh, Justin Schultz back. Oh, Okay. Um, so right now, as we speak, the Penguins are in the second wild card spot, right? As of right now. Yep. Um, so second wild card spot, which you know, not great. Um, not winning a lot of games at the moment, mostly because of injuries. Um, but are you worried at all that this could be the year that the Penguins don't get in? Um, yeah, I think you you definitely have to start to get worried at this point because, like you mentioned, they've lost eight of the last eleven games and they're not really clicking on all cylinders. They don't, you know, they don't look particularly good right now. And a team like Carolina 
seemingly can't lose at the moment and Buffalo is kind of hanging around. So, you know, they the Penguins are kind of like playing like they have a 10, 12 point cushion and they don't. So everyone thought, you know, after the all-star break, after the bye week, that's when they would kind of turn it on and get they it back together. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. 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 It seems like, you know, every, like every year they'll kind of be in the middle of the pack, but then they'll get like a five, six game winning streak and pretty much just coast in. And, you know, maybe that still is yet to happen, but there's less than 30 games left at this point. So, you know, time's getting, you know, crunching down to nothing. So they definitely need to get it in gear sooner than later. So one of the things that's definitely not helping the Penguins right now is the play of one of my absolute favorite NHLers of all time, Phil Kessel. What in the world is going on with Phil Kessel? Yeah, uh, it's kind of part of Phil's charm as he's grouchy and he's grumpy. So like even when things are going good for him, you know, he'll lo- he'll be upset and visibly upset and then you look at the end of the game he has like two assists or he you think you'll think like man phil's not been good this game then all of a sudden he'll score a goal and it's an important goal in the third so he's kind of like that like a frustrating player that you know you're it you know it just bugs you the way he goes about it sometimes but Mm -hmm. yeah he's definitely been struggling of late and he even owned up to it he only has four goals and 11 points in the last 16 games He has one goal and only nine shots on goals in the last seven games. So he needs to shoot more. He knows he needs to shoot more. He's passing up a lot of chances, especially on the power play, where he has an opportunity to get the puck to the net and he's just overpassing or seeing a play that's not there. And I think he's he's definitely frustrated. And he even said after Saturday night's game that he needs to be better. And, you know, he, he knows that his game isn't as sharp as it should be. Yeah, I think that's a thing that happens with these guys. We saw it a lot during the early part of this season when everything was bad. Um, It seems like they start thinking too much when things are going badly and they don't just do the things they're good at and it never works out. So I'm assuming it's that kind of thing. With yeah, point, yeah, yeah, I, I think so because I mean, he's even he's still having. If you just look at his season numbers, are really good because he started the season really good. So it's mm-hmm. not like he's in a huge slump. But I think it's pretty much as simple as as shooting more and his line too with no Malkin that hurts him a lot because yeah. his center's been Nick Bukestad, who isn't really a center, and you know uh, Patrick Hornquist is another guy who isn't playing that well right now he has no points in the last eight games and mm. he's had a couple concussions this year so it's like other than that Crosby line it's pretty much you can just pick a player and that player is underperforming at the moment so another thing that's underperforming for you guys is the uh, power play I think I read that one for their last nine they scored on maybe I think that's what I read um so not great. What is is this just a, a matter of not having the personnel that you need to have because of injuries, or is this a process problem, or what's up with your power play? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, it's, it's only hitting at twelve percent in the last ten games, which for the Penguins is almost unthinkable. Um, it on one hand they've only had twenty five power play opportunities in the last ten games, so they're only getting a couple penalties a game which is kind of unusual as well. I think they're on pace for like a really low number this year. So I think they're not getting into rhythm really. And then it's hard to coach those guys because they move the puck really well. A lot of times they have had, you know, Malkin out for a bit or Hornquist out for a bit, but I don't think you can blame the personnel because they can uh, put Jake Gensel into the first power play. So you don't lose much there. Um, It's just, if, if, 
it's not one thing, it's another. They're either losing face-offs at key times. They had a five-on-three the other night that kind of got sabotaged by a lost face-off that no one jumped in to help. It was a 50-50 battle, and the wingers didn't support, so they lost it. So it's just, I think, a little focus thing. They're making bad cross-ice passes at the wrong time and plays going the other way, or they're just not really looking to the net enough again uh, you know, it's simple to just say shoot more, but I think it, it really applies that it would help out a lot. So in your mind, does anyone actually care about this outdoor game that's coming up? This month? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys, because it seems like there's just no buzz at all, really, no. you know, you know, maybe the jerseys, but I don't think anyone really likes those. So Their jerseys are so bad. Yeah. I, I don't understand how they missed on both of those. Like, both the Penguins and the Flyers, I think, have a very easy both logo and color scheme to make a good jersey. And they just whiffed on that totally. Yeah, they whiffed big time. And I actually saw like some of the gear they were selling, not the jerseys, <laughs> actually looked pretty cool for like they had like the Pittsburgh thing and the little like turnpike logo stuff. So, oh, yeah. I mean, there's even some cool, I think, you know, some of the directions they went are good, but those jerseys in general are just not not good yeah it's so weird like you would think that there would be like you know flyers fans would be hype for an outdoor game in philly against pittsburgh but i don't think anybody cares at all it's kind of a bummer but yeah yeah i think so because i mean i guess it really just seems like hey if we put this outdoor game in philly or pittsburgh you know we'll sell 60,000 tickets instead of 20,000, and we'll make more money and that really just seems at this point what it's what it's like yeah, you're probably not wrong about that. That makes a lot of sense because we will always go. Yeah, yeah, and as long as they keep selling out, I mean, there's no reason not to keep doing them. So, oh, well. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to give me an under-the-radar player that Flyers fans might not think to look at during this game, but who you think might make an impact. I would say, again, I mentioned him a little earlier, Jared McCann, because um, it's cool to have him because he's 22 years old. He's a former first-round pick. He's already played a ton of NHL games. So it's kind of, for Pittsburgh, it's unusual to have like a highly regarded young player like that since they're always trading away first-round picks. So there's a lot of excitement around him. And the other one to watch, which this is really under the radar, would be Garrett Wilson, who just scored his first NHL goal in 60, 60 career games. He finally wow. got one. But he's a big body. He throws his weight around, and he's been playing really well the past couple of games. He, you know, they'll just muck and grind on the fourth line. But the fourth line has been playing pretty well with Matt Cullen and Teddy Bluger and Garrett Wilson. So unfortunately, there's not a lot to be excited about. But those guys have been making a little bit happen. So I would keep my eye out for that fourth line. Okay, um, and I know that we're supposed to hate each other's teams for some reason that I think I've long since forgotten, but. Um, any flyers you look forward to watching when our teams are playing? Yeah, I mean, I think the easy answer there is Wayne Simmons. I don't know any hockey fan that wouldn't like him playing because, you know, his all-around game and how physical he is, and he scores a lot of goals, so that's cool. But uh, he would definitely be a favorite of mine. And this might surprise you, but actually, Claude Drew. I like to watch Claude Drew play. I thought it was cool since he switched to wing and kind of, breathe new life in his yeah. career and it's it's fun to watch him play because he can do some really skilled things with the puck everybody says wayne simmons you would be so surprised i feel yeah, like i mean that's like the first answer you think of because yeah, he's like a likable dude and he's good and he does a lot of good things well and it's just fun to watch a player like him mm -hmm. um okay so last question give me a shot in the dark prediction for how you think this game will end up 
Um, I think the Penguins will be very desperate tomorrow, and hopefully, you know, Matt Murray will be back. Maybe Justin Schultz will be back because I, that's a huge thing that I, I don't think is getting a lot of play. That's really crippled the Pens because he's been out since the fourth game of the season with a broken leg. So practically he's been out all season. He makes a lot of money. He plays a lot of minutes. He does a lot of good things. So to be absent, you're probably your second best puck moving defenseman and a guy who plays that much, like that's a big loss. That's a big hole. And they haven't been able to fill it at all, really. So if they get Schultz back, if they get Murray back, I think the Penguins will have that energy to say, hey, like some of our guys are coming back. I think Malkin even has been hinting like he wants to play and he's getting closer too. So it wouldn't be shocking if he's back. So I do have to say at this point, I like the Penguins chances tomorrow if they come out with desperation because they know that Philly has been, you know, on a, on a bit of a roll lately themselves. So yeah. those games are always intense and I think it'll be, you know, one of the better games. A lot of games in the season are just forgettable, but Pittsburgh has a lot to play for. And I think Philly, you know, they're feeling it and they're going to want Carter Hart to do well too, I'm sure. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think this is, should be better than the average game and yeah. really the Monday game that should be more exciting and probably better quality than the outdoor game. I bet. I bet it will be too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say now that you've told me that Matt Murray likes to play well after injury, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to guess that this is like a low scoring goalie battle. And I'm going to say, because I'm feeling optimistic at the moment, two, one flyers. I could see it be like three to two, and obviously NHL, any team can beat any team on any given night. But I'll say three two pens if if we'll give okay. exact predictions. Okay, yeah, I like an exact prediction that I um, I almost never get them right. So right, yeah, it's hard to be precise, but yeah. we'll we'll get we'll throw the shot in the dark. Now it'll be like a six to five game or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I have for you. Thank you very much again. This was Jim Rixner from Pensburg, and I think this went really well. Yeah, it was great. Thanks for having me on. I enjoyed it. See, Flyers fans and Pens fans can be friends. Coexisting, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. Until Monday, then we'll then, then we'll, we'll yeah. Then I hate you again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll do snarky tweets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Jim. Go Flyers.